the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Well, the craziness is closer to unfolding in New York City. 2.15 today, supposedly the indictment of former President Donald Trump will take place in the Manhattan District Attorney's Office, and we will get what is reported by Yahoo to be details on 34 felonies, 34 felonies. Uh, and the whole thing is laughable. Uh, the case against Trump by this DA, it jumps through all kinds of legal hoops and plays connect the dots with things that are not usually or ever connected. But when you burn with a desire to uh, demonize someone you never wanted to be president and um, that desire is exceeded only by your desire for him to not be president again, then you can do some things that if discretion were the better part of valor, you would realize uh, paint you and you being Alvin Bragg, the Manhattan District Attorney, paint him as a partisan hack. But I don't think he cares being painted as a partisan hack, and I don't think the witnesses against Donald Trump care at all. The rule of law was long ago suspended. We can get very upset about it and should be very upset about it as it pertains to today's proceedings in New York. But we should have been upset about it when our Justice Department allowed protests outside the homes of Supreme Court justices when the opinion overthrowing Roe versus Wade was leaked. We should have been upset about it when the DOJ did essentially nothing to try to find the Supreme Court leaker. We should be upset about it as it pertains to the Justice Department having absolutely no interest in investigating the contents of the Hunter Biden laptop or even being able to put their hands on a Hunter Biden laptop that they've had in their custody for well over two years. We should have been upset about it when they stormed the homes of pro-life advocates and did nothing to people firebombing pregnancy decision health centers and pro-life centers. But sometimes we have to see something done to an exaggerated degree before we can muster up our appropriate level of righteous indignation. So perhaps today we'll do it. We have a lot to learn today. Number one, Will there be any surprises in the indictment? Uh, There could be. Uh, It makes sense, does it not, that if Alvin Bragg is willing to resurrect something that happened seven years ago and repackage and repurpose it into a felony that it's very debatable whether he can prove, uh, that he would not just stop with a payment to a porn star for an affair that either did or didn't happen. That's the other thing. I saw the other day somebody sent me one of the Trumpiest of the Trumpy Trumpsters sent me a thing that Stormy Daniels said that the affair never happened, that she's issued a statement that the affair never happened. Well, I know I read something somewhere 
uh, years ago when Trump was running for president the first time with the details on this alleged liaison that happened, I believe, at a golf tournament in Nevada. So I looked, and sure enough, I didn't imagine that. Uh, I did read about it. Stephanie Clifford, a.k.a. Stormy Daniels, went on 60 Minutes and talked about it. But I still don't know if it happened or not, because she's denied it happening, and she's denied denying it happened. And I guess when you're dealing with somebody that sells her body and views uh, these kinds of details about herself as great marketing, nothing should surprise us. Will there be details in this indictment about Donald Trump overvaluing properties in New York City, which would make him like every other New York developer, every real estate agent, everybody who's ever sold a home? I mean, if that's a felony, the uh, Yahoo report says that all 34 of the felonies are class E felonies, which are the lowest level felony possible, but that each carries a possible prison sentence of four years. Although it notes that Manhattan insiders in the prosecutor's office say that nobody gets jail time for these when they are a first time offender, which Donald Donald Trump would be. He would be a first time offender. He would not be a first time put through the legal ringer victim, however. Uh, This is not unusual for Donald Trump. I dare say it's not unusual for anybody who's worth billions of dollars and who has entered into the kind of contracts Donald Trump has entered into over the years to build big hotels and golf courses and the like. Uh, I'll let Brett Baer, host of Special Report on Fox News, make that point while making the point that this is, of course, a historic day. This is historic because it's the first time a former or sitting president has been charged. But it's also, if you look at Donald Trump as a person, uh, he for four decades has been under investigation one way or another as a businessman in all kinds of, you know, on the front uh, pages of, of New York tabloids. And he has, you know, been characterized as Teflon Don for many years in New York. This is the first time he's going to be standing in this courtroom uh, getting fingerprinted and uh, standing before a judge and they're going to push back hard and they're going to try to get it dismissed. He's already talking about trying to get it taken to another uh, venue, maybe Staten Island instead of Manhattan. Um, So it's going to be fascinating, but it is historic. Yeah, but he's not going to get it moved because very few change of venue requests are moved. And why would you give up a home game? I mean, if you're if you're Alvin Bragg and this judge, why would you give up a home game, man? I mean, this is as much about building your own brand as it is about getting Donald Trump, because this definitely cements both the judge and Alvin Bragg with their Biden loving, democratically aligned constituents. Uh, It's tough when you have to get the home team to agree to move the game to the visiting team's stadium. And that's not going to happen in this case. Uh, The bigger picture on this to me is how ardent will the persecution of Donald Trump become? Because it can become more targeted and more nefarious than it already is by the fact that he has to be in New York today to face the unprecedented indictment of a former sitting president. How could it get worse than that, Bruce? Well, the judge today could tell Donald Trump, and I wouldn't be surprised if he did tell Donald Trump, you are not allowed to say anything disparaging about the prosecution in this case, nor are you allowed to say anything 
disparaging about me as an officer of the court. And if you do, I will find you in contempt of court, and I can put you in jail for 30 days for that contempt. Now, that's certainly not something that has ever been on the plate of a presidential candidate to contend with. Presidential candidates are commonly almost uh, reflexively encouraged to be speaking all the time derisively about their opponents, political and otherwise. Uh, Imagine if Donald Trump in running for president in 2016 or 2020 could not say anything bad about anyone who opposed him. Well, you can say anything bad about other political candidates, but you are not supposed to be able to say bad things about the ethics or lack of same in those people who have positions, even if they haven't stewarded their position according to uh, the way that good prosecutors and good judges do, you have to pay them the same respect. It is much like the admonition we're all given to, hey, wait a minute, you can't say Joe Biden's an idiot. He's the president of the United States. Respect the office, if not the man. Well, the same thing applies to a prosecutor and to a judge. Will Donald Trump go back to Mar-a-Lago tonight and violate some edict from the judge this afternoon, and there'll be a phone call tomorrow morning to Donald Trump's attorney saying, hey, bring your guy back here to Manhattan. He violated my edict today. That's possible. I'm just saying, how ardent will the persecution of Donald Trump become? Nothing will surprise me. Honestly, nothing will surprise me. Because Trump was right in 2016 when he said, They hate me because they hate you. They do hate you, and they hate me. And Trump, as someone that we backed for president in 2016 and 2020, and I've said I will back him again in 2024, if it is my only choice between him and further Democratic rule, I will absolutely 100% vote for him, and I will encourage others to do the same, and I will argue for others to do the same. But they do hate him because they hate us, and so they can use him in the persecution and prosecution of him to send a message to us that we better shut up when it comes to the things that we individually and collectively oppose. Maybe it's a presidential edict about the border. Maybe it's a domestic policy decision. Maybe it's a domestic energy position. Maybe it's a cultural Issue, And that is where I think this eventually could go if this persecution results in Trump being retarded in his ability to speak freely as he campaigns for president. If a presidential candidate, if a presidential candidate and unquestionably the leader of one of the two major political parties in the country can have his free speech rights restricted, by a court or anyone else, then none of us are immune, both now or in the future. So this has far-reaching implications. We will discuss more of them, and you will hear from more expert commentators next. So I don't know if uh, the possible gag order that the judge might issue against Donald Trump today might, we don't know, could include social media. Man, uh, once we dispense with this case, could we get the gag order to still apply to Trump's social media? That would give him a chance 
a better chance of winning in the uh, presidential election should he be the nominee. I do think there's there's this propensity now because we have multiple cable networks, multiple talk radio shows, multiple talk radio mouthpieces, including this one, who have to initially and immediately make an assessment of what does something mean? What does X mean? Why happened? What does it mean? What will the long-term implications be? Trump got indicted. Oh, my goodness. Have you noticed that after Donald Trump, was it about 10 days ago, two weeks ago, said he was going to be indicted, there was an initial kerfuffle about what this meant. And then it went away for a couple days, and the Manhattan grand jury was going to go on vacation for a month, and everybody thought, okay, well, there's nothing going to happen. And then it happened, and then it was like the world blew up. And instantly there were all these predictions about what it would mean. And I've made them too. This is the job, right? I mean, you have to have an opinion about everything. Sometimes, in fact, most times, it's better to just wait and see because initially most opinions are going to be wrong or maybe not outwardly wrong, outright wrong, but overstated, overstated. But now the general opinion is, and I've said this and I believe it right now, but I might not believe it in three months or six months. Then the opinion is this helps Trump in the primary. It does not help him in the general election because there is a character issue at play here, right? Ron DeSantis is going to be, Tim Scott is going to be, Mike Pompeo is going to be, Nikki Haley is going to be, all portrayed as worse than Trump, worse than Trump if they win the nomination. It's not because they are whatever that means, worse than Trump. It's because they're Republicans. <laughs> they're running against Joe Biden or they're running against Gavin Newsom or J.B. Pritzker or Kamala Harris. Oh, be still my heart. That would be so fun. At any rate, it's not that the person is inherently worse than Trump. It's that the party is worse than what leftists want, which is the continued demonization of truth in our culture and in our politics and in our policy. So Trump is an easy target because Trump has things in his background that the other Republicans don't have. And for me, that is the struggle as I assess him as a candidate, is that if I have other options and those other options don't afford the Democratic Party the chance to persecute them because... They have done some of the things that Trump has done, or we're all pretty sure he's done something like it, specifically pay hush money to a porn star and to probably other women too. Well, then to me, the other candidates seem like safer bets. And Trump's wild, unhinged rants on social media have long ago lost their entertainment value to me. I admit I liked them in the beginning. Now I just find them unbecoming of his character. And this is what he posted last night when Yahoo came out with the details on the pending indictment that has not been read yet, but I would assume is pretty close to what Yahoo reported, which is 34 felonies, all of them low level, but nevertheless, 34 is a lot. Trump posted this. Wow! District Attorney Bragg just illegally leaked, in all caps, the various points and complete information on the pathetic indictment against me. I know the reporter, and so, unfortunately, does he. 
Okay, enough drum. This means, he continued, that he must be immediately indicted. That's when I'm reading in all caps when I shout. Now, if he wants to really clean up his reputation, he will do the honorable thing and, as district attorney, indict himself. He will go down in judicial history, and his Trump-hating wife will be, I am sure, very proud of him. It continues. D.A. Bragg just illegally leaked the 33 points of indictment. There are no changes or surprises from those he leaked days ago directly out of the grand jury. No crime by Trump. What a mess. Bragg should resign now. Does that sound presidential? I mean, really, does that sound presidential? Uh, It does not sound presidential to me. It sounds outraged, and I would be outraged too. So I, at times, don't begrudge Trump his ranting, but I don't think... Is that the social media post of a person who will be able to convince independents and suburban women who he has to win a larger share of to win the presidency? Is that the social media post of someone who will appeal to that voting block? I don't think so. I don't think so. Trey Gowdy is a voice that I pay a lot of attention to because I think Trey Gowdy is pretty sharp. I... Regret that Trey Gowdy is no longer an elected official from South Carolina. I thought he was a tremendous congressman, great on the Judiciary Committee, great on oversight. Our Congress is uh, diminished by Trey Gowdy's absence from it. But here's Trey Gowdy making a point that is, uh, to me, pretty self-evident. To a lot of Republican voters, one that sadly does not matter at all. I think it's kind of staggering that you, you can be accused of something that involves an adult film star and it not hurt you at all in a Republican primary. I, that, that was not true uh, <laughs> a couple of decades ago. The real exposure is probably in the special counsel case, but politically, I mean, if you had told me that you can pay off a, a, a playmate and an adult film star and actually go up in the polling in a Republican primary, I, I would have told you you were crazy, but you're right. Yeah, he has gone up. Now, again, time is something we can't predict in terms of its impact on this matter and on Trump's popularity. If there are more indictments out of Georgia and more indictments relative to classified documents. And I think they got to be careful with the classified documents because, of course, Joe Biden has his own classified document issues. But you and I both know that all of the allegations against Trump will be highlighted and emphasized and elevated. And none of the similar, if in fact they are similar, crimes by Joe Biden will be, I'm not even sure they'll be investigated. Are you? No. The party in power has the power and Democrats aren't at all guilt ridden about in unequally applying power three-star general Michael J. Flynn head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency knew all the government's dirty secrets he was one of the most respected generals in the military Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to he understood its funding he ordered the first audit of the use of contractors this set off alarm bells 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.